0: ladies and gentlemen we got him
1: now re-signing with the philadelphia phillies catcher number 10 j
2: t real muto that is right thank the god the uh, Jacob
0: Tyler Real Muto Emergency Podcast is officially here. I don't understand why these new, why these breaking news stories can't happen during our show. But it's the day after, the morning at, the night after we release a podcast. Just a few hours after, I see, I saw first John Heyman. Um, I believe it was someone else who broke the news, but five hours after the news breaks the JT Real Muto is coming back to Philadelphia on a five-year, $115.5 million contract. The Philadelphia Phillies have officially robbed JT Real Muto's agent. That is a wildly team-friendly deal. He still
2: got
0: paid. Yeah, he still got paid, but he could have got paid a hell of a lot more.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So to make sure we give credit to where credit is due, first report was Craig Mish.
0: Craig Mish. Okay. I saw John Heyman. I was like, this guy again, breaking (laughs) all the Phillies news.
1: Oh, my God. It was just so if I can share my story now of what was going on, I was in the headspace of, I have to get ready to go to my first in-person class in a year. So I just completely forgot to look where it is or anything or double check because it was – the news came out. The JT news came out. That was all I was focused on. JT is back in Philadelphia for five years. We still have the BCIB. turns out I didn't even need to show up into class. I walked all the way to class to find (laughs) out – I'm still online, and I just didn't figure out any of that because he emailed us late. But if I was on my phone, I was looking at JT and JT
0: only. Yeah, I mean, oh, my God. it's. We've been fawning over how much JT means to this Philadelphia Phillies lineup. We've been speculating for a long time. Jeff, you said a couple weeks ago. This is realistically now the only place he could go. It's taken too long. Instant, con- instant contenders in the NL East again.
1: Oh, for sure. I, I, I get the sense we're not done, but
0: no. I mean, the that, most important
1: thing is, was retaining JT. We told Bryce when we signed him, yeah, he came here because of the big contract. We were the highest bidders, but also he wanted the promise of winning. And John Middleton looked him in the eyes and told him he was going to do whatever he had to do to get that trophy back or die trying. That he wasn't going to be afraid to make the move to to stay competitive. And to say that to Bryce and then not re-sign JT would have just been a giant middle finger in his face.
0: Yeah, I mean... And I love, I mean, I love the deal. So I, I saw that the Phillies salary, like their payroll right now is $25 million less than what they were at last season. So they still have room to play around, allocate that money to a shortstop, allocate it to a reliever, another pitcher. There is still room for the Phillies to make moves this offseason and improve. But let's let's just talk about this JT contract for a little bit. Five years, 115 and a half. He's making $23.1 million Breaking a year. Joe
2: Mauer's Broke
0: Joe Maurer's record. He got what he want, wanted, and I think the Phillies got what they wanted. They don't have to commit to JT super long-term. They're only committed through his age 34 season. We all know the knock on catchers is that they, they hit that decline pretty quickly. I it's just a great deal for both sides.
1: Five years and under 25 million is amazing for the Phillies to do. Under 25 million a year, that is, is that's ideal for the team. And you get to hold on to him. And JT talked endlessly about how it was, it's not that the money was important to him it was setting up the future of the catcher's market. He talked about how appreciative he was for guys like Joe Maurer and guys like Buster Posey who signed those big contracts so that
0: other guys in the future, like himself. Yasmani.
1: Even Yasmani, took a little hit for one year, signing the the one-year contract so he could still cash in rather than settling for a deal that he didn't think was fair. So I think... I love the move by the Phillies here to just almost symbolically just beat it by like not by much by a hundred thousand a year. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it just seems like the the right thing. They they honored his wishes, they knew that's what he wanted. I'm I get the sense that their initial offer wasn't quite there, but it was close. No, I
0: think. Ken Rosenthal, or was it Ken Rosenthal? Was it Bob Nightingale? I don't remember who it was, but they said about two weeks ago, the Phillies and JT Realmuto were $70 million apart.
1: That's well, – what? My thought was – here's what I think happened in between the report that JT was given an offer of five years, nine figures – I think that original offer was probably around hundred million to one somewhere between. Yeah. Yes. And I think then whether or not you believe the Braves offer was legit. um, I think it could have been, but if it was, it was probably a one year deal. That's what you've seen the Braves do the last couple of years, come in and get guys on one year deals. And that one year deal, Probably was beating the the Joe Maurer AAV. I think that got back to the Phillies. And they had to realistically sit there and think, are we about to lose JT Real Muto over just a couple million dollars? We're already willing him to offer him one ten. If we let him go to the Braves, we're we know we're done. That's it. We're if, not gonna if we're not gonna be the
0: Phillies would have let JT Real Muto walk to the Braves, I would have swan dived off the Ben Franklin Bridge.
1: I'm with you. But we don't have to worry about that now. because No, we they, don't.
0: I don't have to worry about any of that. For the next five years, I don't have to worry about who's crouching down behind the plate. We have unequivocally the best catcher in baseball.
1: Yeah, they've, they came back, gave him the offer, saying, look, here's what we can do. And they did something that was incredibly important to JT. They allowed him to even if it's not by much, he's still setting the precedent of he's beating the previous record, which sets up well for the, whoever's the next guy to be the catcher of the generation, whether that's uh, Joey Bart, maybe, or Adley Rutschman. So that's, uh, it seems like both sides got what they wanted out of the deal. And uh, you don't see that too much in baseball in any sport. And it's it's just great to see. Great for JT, great for us. Just I'm so happy.
0: Yeah, it's 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 great. Will you're kind of quiet. Uh, come on, give us something, fella. What do you got there? Like Jesus Christ, we just got our our number one priority in the last two years was to resign
2: JT. It happens, and you're sitting there quiet as a goddamn church mouse. No, I'm trying to keep up with seeing if there's going to be any more news coming the Phillies' way today. If the Phillies sign D.D. Gregorius during this
0: podcast, I will lose my mind.
2: I Obviously, we, we took our attention to the catching position. Obviously, we, we love Andrew Knapp on the pod, but we knew he was not going to be an everyday catcher. We needed to re-sign J.T., now it's the same way with shortstop. Yeah, you have Segura. Sure, you have Scott Kingery, but what Didi did last hey, year.
0: Hey, hey, you still got Bryson Stott.
2: We still have Bryson Stott, but I still think he's a year or two away. I think Didi is now top priority, and they have to re-sign. It's between them and the Reds, and I'm just hoping and praying that Didi is back in the Red and White pinstripes next year.
0: I think Joe Girardi the, smooth talk him. Get him I back, think the Jeff. Phillies are really gonna regret uh, declining Dede's eighteen point nine million dollar qualifying offer, they're gonna have to pay him he's more the, than he's that the to last, keep him on. Now he's
2: the last shortstop available. Now that makes sense for the Phillies. They're gonna make. He's gonna make them pay for this.
0: I uh, yeah. I mean, I would too, but. That's DD is not the main focus was not supposed to be the main focus. We were going to get that in there, but we just wanted to get onto a podcast in recording our initial reactions to bringing back JT. This is a day that for the next five years, I'll remember up there with the day we signed Bryce Harper. These are huge moves for the city, huge moves for the franchise Bold prediction happening right here on this podcast. Phillies have a winning record next season.
1: Bolder prediction. The playoff drought is over.
0: The playoff, I could, I mean, I love it. I'm in for it. I'm in for it. I am in, so in for October baseball in Philadelphia again.
1: I, I think we're close. It's the... The one that all that held us back last year was the bullpen and we've already addressed it. I think we bring in one more guy still. You said we have the, the 25 million to play around with. I think the majority of that will go to Didi. We can still bring in one more guy.
0: Keone (sighs) Kella. That's my guy for the bullpen.
1: Hello. Rosenthal. Give me someone. Give me one more guy. Give me Didi. Give me one more guy. But if I could talk about something that I'm excited not to hear. It's, I am so excited to, whenever now we go on to Philly's social media and stuff.
0: Oh, my and you God. say,
1: you say, oh yeah, we need to get JT back. I'm so excited to never hear, well, they're not signing anybody anyway. Hope you like Andrew Knapp.
0: I, that was, that is like the most ridiculous thing that Philly social media has said to me and said to us as we interact with people. It's like, no, of course they're gonna they're gonna make every effort to sign JT. If he signs a super contract somewhere else, then he signs a super contract somewhere else. John Middleton doesn't come out and say, "I'm spending stupid money to just not re-sign a guy that they gave up Sixto, Jorge Alfaro international slot allocations for." This is JT Real Muto is a cornerstone of this franchise, and if they would have just said, "You can walk," I. I wouldn't have known what to do with myself.
1: And the telltale sign that this was going to happen was bringing in Dave Doms to be our president. Yeah. Letting JT Real Muto walk out that door, going anywhere else but being our catcher is the most anti-Dave Dombrowski move of all time. So I'm officially in... In,
0: in on, on the Dave
1: Dombrowski era. Yep, I said that's what I needed. That's that was the, the like quintessential Dombrowski move was re-sign a JT Realmuto for the team he goes into, and he got it done. That's what he needed to do. It's ah, uh, now we can actually get hype about pitchers. We have our guy. We have pitchers. our guy.
0: We have our guy. Pitchers and catchers. We have our catcher. Like, I, we don't have to worry about that position for the next five years. The Phillies have a solidified core entering their prime. Noah and Hoskins are 28. Wheeler's 30. RealMuto's 30. Bryce Harper's 29-30. We have guys that are going to be here for the long run in their prime. It is an exciting time to be a Phillies fan. I haven't been this excited for the Phillies since we signed Bryce Harper. And then if you hit before Bryce Harper, it goes back to 2012. There hasn't been palpable excitement around the Phillies in a long time. And I'm officially starting to feel it. We said in the, in the episode this week, the the hot stove was on. Dave Dombrowski has just cranked the heat all the way up. The hot stove is cooking, baby.
1: Woo, open a window. Someone's setting off the firearm. That thing is smoking.
0: I mean, it's just, it's such such a relief to have JT Remuto and not to have to worry about that. But that, that's really the reason we came on and just to get our instant reactions to that. So uh, we'll be back. Next week with our regularly scheduled programming. But, boys,
1: ladies and gentlemen, we got them. We got them.
0: It is officially run it back season for the Phillies.
1: Run it back and Tuttle's.